young people have always been at the center of the gospel and close to the heart of God. In these youth-targeted messages, Bishop Adinogo delivers the principles of the Word of God in a down-to-earth style the young people are able to relate to and enjoy. Bishop Adinogo is the head pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Oibi Cathedral. Join us now as Bishop Ogo shares the Word of God. Feel your presence. Oh, I believe in you, even though I cannot see you. Sometimes I feel your power. Feel angels all around me. I am praying, praying on my own. I speak to you, Lord, speaking many words, repeating myself over and over. the best way to pray, oh Lord, what shall I say now, I need to know what to say, oh Lord, what shall I ask for? Seeking for the Lord, praying for the Holy Spirit. The Spirit of wisdom, the Spirit of understanding. Feel angels all around me. 
Sometimes I cannot remember what I'm praying for. My mind goes blank. Oh, God, help me. Help me to pray the right way. Oh, God, help me wait on you. Ooh, what is the best way to pray? What shall I say now? I need to know what to say. Oh Lord, what shall I ask for? Oh, what is the best way to pray? Oh Lord, what shall I say now? Lord, I don't know. To know what to say, oh Lord, what shall I ask for? Oh, what is the best way to pray? Oh Lord, what shall I say now? Lord, I don't know. I need to know what to say.
situation is reversible by faith. Every arrow targeted at you can be blocked by faith. Faith will put out every fire that is burning in your life. And faith will turn around every situation in your favor. Every mountain can be flattened by faith. Every river can be crossed by faith. or suffering Every difficulty can be endured by faith And every sin is conquered defeated and controlled by faith Every wall that keeps you out will be run over by the force of faith. Great riches can be forsaken for Jesus. Every mission can work by faith. Every promise can be fulfilled by faith. Every nation will be won by faith. Oh, oh, oh. Thank you. 
Sunday we had a very powerful service with Bishop Kobe and I want to thank all the pastors and the zonal leaders for the powerful representation for International Sunday I mean it was awesome it was very 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 powerful and I believe that many of us were blessed Amen I want to thank God for Bishop Kobe's life for the leadership, the authority. Everyone here must, one of your prayers, one of your prayers must be that God should give you somebody who will be interested in you to cover you. To cover you. To cover you. Everybody. I, I know just like me, I also have parents. I have my mother. I have my father. But it's not enough. It's not enough. Your father, even if your father is a bishop, your father is a bishop. It's not enough. So you that your father is a bank manager or some uh, architect or some pharmacist, uh, I don't know what you are doing here with your life. <laughs> you need, it's, it's one of the... Pre- Let's stand to our feet and lift up our hands and pray this prayer. Everybody lift your hands. That Father, 
give me a covering. Look, 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 look. Let me tell you. I'm not talking about give me a pastor like Bishop Kobe or Bishop Ogo who preaches from the stage. We are not praying for a preacher. I mean, by the grace of God, we don't, we don't lack preachers. All these people are preachers. They, all of them can preach today. I can call myself that to preach today. It's not a problem. We are not praying for preachers. You are praying that God will give you somebody who is interested in you as a covering who advises you who gives you instructions everybody here must have a person who advises you who gives you instructions who rebukes you who faces you who can look at your face and when you when he asks a question and you respond he will say to you nonsense Without it, without it, you will die like a goat. Without it, you, you, you will be in the corner of a room convulsing like an animal from drugs. We are not praying for pastors who preach to us. We are saying, the Lord, give me a covering. But you see, that one, eh? somebody must be interested in you. I mean, somebody might, I don't know what it is, but something supernatural mm. that draws someone to you to care for you. Supernatural. Uh-huh. Amen. If you don't pray that prayer, Amen. the sun Amen. will smite you hey. by day and the moon will smite you by night. Lift your two hands. Everybody. Don't say, I have a zonal leader. I have a lady pastor. Bishop Kobe is my bishop. No. Pray that somebody will be interested in you. Lift your hands and pray. Oh Lord, let that someone be interested in you. Touch that heart, Lord. Open your mouth and pray. Open your mouth. Father, give me a pastor. A pastor. Give me a covering. A covering. Somebody We thank you. We bless you. Yes, Lord. We know our life will never be the same again. In Jesus' name we pray. And all the saints will shout, Amen. Amen. Oh, I said they will shout, Amen. Amen. You may be seated.
Today, I'm continuing to preach about faith. 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 And um, I want to ask you to turn your Bibles to Hebrews 11. Verse number 1. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. Can we all read this verse together with one voice? One go. Hebrews 11 verse 1. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. Let's take it again. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 1. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. If we go down, my second verse is found in verse number 6. It says, but without faith, it is impossible to please God. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Beautiful. That without faith it is impossible to please God. Without faith it is impossible to please God. Please repeat after me. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. Take it again. One go. I can't hear you well. Yes. So anybody who wants to please God who wants to walk with God? Who wants to experience the blessing of God? Must develop faith. Faith. Now, the just shall also live by faith. That is, the righteous, the Christian, the just, the person who has been washed by the blood of Jesus, also must live by faith. The just. That is, the person whose sins have been washed 
you were a bad boy. You have committed many sins. But the blood of Jesus has washed you. So you are now sitting in church as if you have never smoked weed before. Yes. Yes. Smoke weed with your bare chest. The just shall live. That is how some of us are living as Christians. I mean, what do you think gives me the confidence to come and stand here? After all the bad things I have done with my life. I believe that my sins have been washed away. Otherwise, as I'm preaching to you, and I'm saying, don't watch pornography, my hand will be shaking. Because I have what? I mean, I, I, I was having my quiet time with pornography. So I must be out of my mind to come and stand there and tell you that you shouldn't do that. When I have done that before. <laughs> but by the grace of God, I'm standing, here, I'm, I'm standing here as if I have never watched pornography before. If the power of God had not intervened when I was 16 years old, by this time, I don't think I'll be alive. Because the speed with which I was moving and the fact that even though I was moving with such speed, my foot was also on the accelerator. Moving. But suddenly, the blood of Jesus came and slowed me down and reversed my life. And that blood also has washed your sins. That blood has also pierced your life. And it's giving you a beautiful life. Now, today, I want to introduce another aspect of faith. Because faith has been introduced and taught from the perspective of the verse, uh, chapter 11, verse 1. Substance of things hoped for. Evidence of things not seen. Believing in something. But you see, it's not enough. Say, it's not enough. That teaching that faith is believing in things hoped for. That the, the teaching that faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. Like, when you have a check. Check. Money, bank, Ghana Commercial Bank, Barclays Bank check of 5,000 cities. You can't take that check to buy tomatoes. But when you have the check, it is the evidence of money you are hoping for. That if only you can take Uber and go to town and come, you'll be coming with 5,000. And the check in your hand is the evidence of things hoped for. Ladies and gentlemen, there is also a very important dimension of faith 
that I want to have the privilege to teach you today for a few minutes. Now, I'm surprised that it is not talked about. But the word faith is an English word. Faith is not a French word. It's an English word. But the original language that the New Testament was written in was not English. The original language was Greek. I mean, there are other things to it, but let's start from the Greek language. Greek. So, one of the ways to understand words in the English Bible is to have a Bible with Strong's Concordance. There is something called Strong's Concordance. You see, once again, if you are not somebody who teaches, if you are not somebody who, 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 who studies the Word of God to teach, as a workman, you won't even be interested in something called Strong's Concordance. In fact, you will not even read your Bible. Many of us here have not read our Bibles because most of us here don't do any teaching. But I have read my Bible at least because I'm coming to teach. <laughs> at least. Uh-huh. But if you don't teach, you will not want to understand certain words in the Bible. So today, I've introduced something to you that there's something called the Strong's Concordance. It's like a dictionary that you use to find the meanings of certain words in the Bible. Now, when you use the Strong's Concordance to look for the meaning of faith, you will stumble upon something that is shocking. You will discover that that word faith. Remember, remember Hebrews 11.6. Without this thing, you can't please God. Remember Hebrews 10.38. Without this thing, you cannot live. The just lives by faith. And if you don't have this, you can't live. So, 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 so it, must be in, it, it must be of interest to you what this word means. Oh, you don't understand what I'm saying? If there, it is something that you can't live by, then you must understand it very well. Now, that word faith, the Greek word is pistis. Pistis. P-I-S-T-I-S. That's the Greek word. Now, if you look at the meanings, the original Greek, the people who wrote this, what did they mean when they said, when they used the word faith? I'll show you some of the things. I'm, I'm looking at the Strong's Concordance. What did they mean? So I'll read from the Strong's. 
they said that faith is a persuasion. A persuasion. You must be persuaded. Faith is a conviction. Which is the same word for belief. In fact, another word in the, in the strong concordance is faith is the assurance. Like when you hold a check, you are assured that when you go to the bank, you are coming back with 5,000. Faith, the, the word pistis also means belief. But there is another word in the meanings that we hardly talk about. And the Bible says, without faith, you cannot please God. Now, that word, among the words, which represent the meaning of the word faith, one of the words you see there in English is fidelity. Fidelity. I'm sure it's a very big word. So forget about it. I'll give you another word which means, which also will help you. Fidelity means faithfulness. Fidelity, I'm not using, this is the English meaning of the word. This is strong, not a dictionary. Without fidelity, it is impossible to please God. Without, for the just like you and I, who were smoking weed, who were fornicating, that the blood of Jesus has washed, that today we, we, are, we are bold to call ourselves pastors. In spite of the things we have stolen, in spite of the things we have done, the just shall live, you will live your life by fidelity. You will live your life by faithfulness. It is one of the ways to live your life. When we say faith, like this is a sister of faith, this is a brother of faith, it means that this person also has got faithfulness. Another word is loyalty. I mean, recently, was it? Um, I forget the, this filling station. This fuel. What do you have? You have shell. Total. 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 No, it was shell. Yeah. I went to buy uh, fuel at the airport and I was given a coupon. Yes. He said, reward for loyalty. Yes, that's the loyal. That, that, that is, I've been faithful with them. I've been buying fuel all the time. One gallon, half gallon, one gallon, half gallon, one gallon. So they gave me a coupon to reward me for my fidelity, my faithfulness, my loyalty. That is, loyalty, faithfulness means that you are committed. You are committed to shell. 
you are committed to total. Without commitment, it is impossible to please God. Without, no, I'm saying it, I'm saying that the word faith is the same as faithfulness. Actually, actually, the Greek language, which was used to write the Bible, there is, and it's a language, Greek. But there's also something we call secular Greek. Yes, because I studied Greek for my masters. Yes. There is, there is normal, the Bible, the biblical Greek. The, the Greek is a language which was used to write the Bible. And there's another type of Greek which the people in Greece are using now. They are buying fish with it. They are buying petrol. They are quarreling with it. Right now in Greece. Now in that secular Greek, when they are using faithful, they use pistis. That, that, that this girl has been faithful to me. Not, not faith. The word pistis in secular Greek means faithful or loyal. So what we are using in the Bible Greek as faith is used in secular Greek as faithfulness. That if you are a Christian, without commitment, you cannot please God. If you are a Christian, the just must live. One of the things that helps us to live our lives is faithfulness. So faithful that if on Sunday morning you don't have money, you are so faithful to church that you will walk from Ashie to church. You are faithful. You are there. That's how we call the dog man's best friend. The, the symbol of loyalty is the dog. We, we always read in the news a dog which was found at a place where his owner died. He says he won't move. A dog is very faithful. A dog is very different from a cat. (laughs) But many of us here are not committed. Without commitment, without faithfulness, you cannot. You can't please God. You can't please God by praying when you like. You are not faithful in your pride life. That God cannot trust that you will wake up at 5 a.m. and pray. God cannot trust that you have your, 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 your quiet time every day. Without this faithfulness, you can't please God. You can't please God. Many of us here, who call ourselves Christians are not faithful. And if you are not faithful, it means you don't have faith. So, so the, the men of faith were men who were faithful. The men of faith were men. They, 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 were, not, they, were, they were not prepared to back down. 
Some of them were fried. They said, I will never recant. I will never withdraw that Jesus is my Lord. You see, when you have faith, you become faithful. Yes. When you have faith in somebody, this is my wife. I have faith in her that I love her. She is good to me. I'm committed to her. I'll be faithful to her. So one of the one of the evidences of faith is faithfulness, which is actually the meaning of faith. Today we separate it. There are men of faith who are not faithful to God. There are pastors of faith who are not faithful to the original gospel. Faith makes you faithful. It's my faith in Christ which has brought me here this morning. Even I have lost my voice. I shouldn't be preaching. But I'm committed to you. That I want to speak with them with a hoarse voice. I want to speak. And there are many things as you walk with God, you will see that things are trying to stop you. Your education is trying to stop you. Your broken heart is trying to stop you. Some money that you don't have is trying to stop you. But if you are a woman, a girl of faith, you persist. In spite of that boy, in spite of that situation, you continue. If you are a man of faith, like Abraham, he was faithful. He made mistakes. He was, I mean, can you imagine around 90 years you struggle even after making mistakes. Then, then eventually you stumble upon a child. You give birth to a child. One child called Isaac. And then God comes and says, kill the child. I mean, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? But because of faith, he was faithful to the instruction of God. He woke up in the morning, saddled his ass, called his servants, put Isaac on, and they traveled. Going where? To the place where God had told him to go because he was faithful. Abraham did not attempt to kill one of seven children. If you have faith, you will not stay away from church because you are writing exams. No, you will, you will not stay away from, from church. When we need you to sing in the choir, you are at home because you are writing exams. Of course, if, if your exam is this morning, that's fine. You have to write your exam. But, I mean, Pastor, you are just, you are just at home. Exam is on Wednesday, you are just at home. So when you don't have faith, things just neutralize you. So, so one of the ways we can tell that a lot of you don't, ha- don't have faith in God, we can use your faithfulness. When I take your tithe record, your tithe, your tithe payment, I can tell that you are not a Christian. 
when I take your diet record and I see January red, February red, April red, March green. Green means you pay. Red means you didn't pay. Six months, you paid once. Then you are not faithful. You are not dependable. You are not committed. It means you don't have faith. Because those with faith, if you give them 20 Ghana cities, they will change it right now. And take their two Ghana tithe because he wants to be faithful, faithful to the God who gave him the 20 Ghana cities. So today, I want to show you how people become unfaithful. If Satan wants you to be unfaithful, that is, have no faith. So that see, in the end, in the end, you will not have any relationship with God. And there's a way the devil starts. There's a way the devil starts. So I'm teaching from loyalty and disloyalty. And I'm teaching from chapter 2. So that you will not walk as a Christian. So that you will not live. Some of you sitting here, you are living as an area boy in OEB. You are living as a student. You are living as a boy with two testicles. But you are not living as a Christian. Because the devil comes for you and takes you on a journey. Eventually, you are not with God. You will even be in the church. But there's no God in your life. Your faith is gone. There are girls here who are not fornicating, not because they believe in God, but because no boy has come for them. There are boys here who are not watching pornography, not because of anything, but it's just that they don't have airtime. The smartphone got lost, so he's now using yam. That is why he's not watching pornography. But not that he has a smartphone, an Apple phone, 50 Ghana cities airtime, and he's not watching. No. So the, the, there, is, there is a journey the devil takes you on. By the time he's done with you, you are sitting in the church, but you don't have any faith. That's what we call stages of disloyalty. How to become unfaithful. How to lose your faith. How to lose your faith. How to be in the church. Sit in the congregation, but you don't have the faith of a Christian. All that is left of you is church attendance. Church attendance on Sunday morning. That is if you live in camp. Number one, how does the journey start? It starts with independence. Which means that your lifestyle 
does not depend on God. What you do during the week does not depend on announcements given by Bishop Kobe. Some of us will call it maturity. But I'm, I'm opening your eyes today to show you that Satan is actually taking you on a journey to scatter your faith. So you, you will be in the church, but you are actually an unbeliever. You smoke like them. You fornicate like them. You are on porn like them. You are a thief like them. Just that you are wearing a Sunday morning t-shirt. How, 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 how does he start? He starts by making sure that you do not depend on what we are doing. He starts by making sure that you are separated. You are in the church, but you, you are not a part of. So to be independent means not to be a part of. Some of you are sitting in this service, but you are not a part of the church. There is no announcement we will give that will tickle your fancy. That will stir up your interest. If you say we are having crusade, if you say we are doing outreach, we say this week we are all going to center services and so on. It is just like saying that Indonesia is, 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 is selling rice. I remember one day I woke up. I forgot what I think I, it was a Sunday or something. I just turned on my TV and saw I was just watching the news flats in India, <laughs> Afghanistan bombing. Um, what? London Prime Minister Thatcher or uh, Prime Minister uh, Brown, Gordon Brown is going somewhere, is, uh, uh, shootings in America. I just looked at it, I was eating. Um, um, um. Didn't mean much. That's how some of you, the announcements are like. Yeah. Or what we are doing is like. Like we are saying, oh, in this church, we are into Basentes and center into Basin. But it's like an Afghanistan bombing. Then when I finished eating, what did I see was on the news? Flats in India, Afghanistan bombing, shooting in America. Prime Minister Gordon Brown is traveling to EU meeting summit. That would be ham, 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 ham. Some wars in Africa, obviously. You should respect it. When I finished watching the news, then I took my phone. Hey! The Afghanistan bombing that I was eating, not knowing that my, my friend had been, had been bombed. A lighthouse pastor had been, the, the bombing that I was eating, ham, 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 ham. Not knowing it concerned me. It would just be two weeks or three weeks. I'll be wearing black, black, attending a funeral, burying my friend in a cry here. 
Beware. What you think doesn't concern you actually concerns you. Concerns you. What do we say? We are having an outreach. Or we are having a retreat on Saturday. Or we, 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 we want you to start a bar center. Start an area cell. Teach people in your area. And bring them to church on Sunday. At your own cost. You sit in the church as if I'm speaking Japanese. But what you don't know, for me, it was just, it was, it was within 10 minutes. But for you, it may be 10 years. And you'll discover that that announcement that was given 10 years ago, if you had listened to it and had been committed to it, you would not be in the situation you are in, in jail at the time. There are people like that. They are with you. They are with you. But they are independent. They don't obey instructions. They don't follow counsel. But they are with you. It's not that they are not with you. Like right now, I can hear somebody praying somewhere there. He's not with me. I don't know who he is. What he's doing doesn't concern me. Uh-huh. And some of you, the message I'm preaching... Now, the sound of it to you is the same way the sound of that praying is to me right now. What I'm saying doesn't mean anything to you. <laughs> so soon you take your phone or you, t- you lie down and sleep and remember that that thing that pastor was preaching three years ago actually concerned you. In the Bible, there are men you find like that. One one king in the Bible called King David. He had someone like that. His name was Joab. In fact, Joab was his assistant. You see, I'm showing you that you can be so close to somebody but be independent. Like I've met you, the choir. I've met dancing stars. I've told you, each of you should start a percenter. Each of you. But some of you, you will remove your panties and on it. Yes. You spray toilet on my instructions. It doesn't concern me. I mean, if you tell me that Togo is having their independence day, and so what? Togo. I mean, what has Togo's independence got to do with me? But if you say Ghana's independence, because it's likely it'll be a holiday. And I must rearrange my, 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 my life. Because the holiday will affect me one way or the other. Togo's holiday. What, 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 I mean, what are you talking about? Togo. So the person is in the church. But it's disconnected. Not under authority. Cannot be controlled. I mean, this Joab, if you know the story of David. He had a son called Absalom. David had a son. And Absalom became demon-possessed. And was, was, he chased his father out of the palace. He was looking for his father to kill him. Which you can do. And some of you have even already quarreled with your mother. Yes, the mother who gave birth to you. The woman you came out of. You, you have done this to her. 
You done this. Be careful. Be careful. One girl took the mother's wig and slapped her with it. You think I'm joking? She took the wig like that. Pah! Today, if I tell you what is happening to the girl, you won't believe it. I know a girl who held her mother's it was a blouse. What you but if if you button it, it's also a blouse. Or the shirt. Oh, blouses should not be buttoned. Whatever it is, a shirt. She held the mother's stop shirt like this and tore it in public. I saw the woman's brazier myself. And the woman covered herself and entered her house. From that day, that girl, why she's living now? Everybody there is rich. Everybody there is happy. She's not happy. Be careful. When you are in a church with pastors and we give instructions and you, you, you assume independence, you are not walking by faith. So, David, whose son was chasing me, said, but me, I, I understand it. He called his top generals and told them that, you know, we should be in the palace. But right now, we are in Dodoa Forest, running away from a mad son. But he is my boy. He is my son. If you get him, don't kill him. He is my son. I'm the one he's chasing. You are only in the bush with me because you are connected to me. But he's not looking for you. I'm the one he's looking for. He's my son. If you find him, don't kill him. He told all his generals to the hearing of everybody. Destruction. But Joab was disloyal. He was there in the bush also chasing Joseph. And one of his soldiers came to say that he has found a handsome boy hanging by his hair. Because if you, if you insult your father, if you insult your mother, your words will hang you. What is nice about you will be what will be used to hang you. He was hanging by his hair. So jo- Absalom said, uh, what's his name? Joab said, really? That, does this guy have long hair? Because one of the words which was used to describe Absalom, that he had very long hair. Very handsome boy. Long hair. So, let's go. Let's go. Show me. We're in the bush. Cutting grass. Moving. Making a way. Then eventually went. In the bush was a horse. Standing far. A horse far. Neighing. And when they looked to the left, there was a boy hanging. He said, is that what you saw? He said, yes. When Absalom, when Joab went, lo and behold, it was Absalom. He was on a horse going. And I think the horse went under a tree and his hair got caught up in the branch and the horse left, moved from under him so he was hanging by his head. Then Joab told them, so that, give me a knife. And the, and the, and the, and the soldier said, ah, what are you doing with a knife? 
We were there when David told us that we shouldn't kill him. That we should, we should bring him. Said, Nonsense. Give me a knife. Give me a dart. He took it and dug it in Absalom. Killed him. That's Joab. He's with you. She's a lady pastor under you, but will never take instructions. One man who terrorized David he was called Abner. He devoured David as he was being chased out of his palace by the same Absalom. He broke away. But one day, Abner regretted. He was sorry. So he came back to see David. And they, they, they passed up. That was like, you know, everything was fine. So he went back. Joab went to town. When he came back, he was told that Abner has been in David's palace to come and uh, uh, sign a peace treaty. He said, what? Abner came here? Did he meet David? Say yes. And, and what did David do? David smoked a peace pipe with him. What? You mean David did not punish Abner? Then David has become weak. Let's go. They chased Abner and killed him. See, I'm talking about somebody, a son, a daughter, a child, a member. He's with you. See, I'm preaching about faith. That they just, they live by faith. This is how we live here. This is how I live in this church. I live by depending on my pastor. I live by obeying my pastor's instructions. Maybe you don't know me. Maybe you just came to this church. But I was a pastor of a very big church at Monte Farms for 10 years. I didn't need anything. I didn't need members. I didn't need car. I didn't need house. Beautiful church. But my pastor told me, move from there. And go to the bush in Oibi. So there's no church building there. So, yes, go and build one. Go and build one. That's how we have this. It took two years to build this. And one year they have built that office in that building. And through this, my life has gone up. When the Bible says the just shall live by faith, the Bible means that the just shall live by being faithful. Faithful to instructions. Depending on instructions. Not being dissociated from the leadership. You can't be here. And it's like nothing concerns you. 
Nothing concerns you. Whether, whether, whether the choir sings well or not, whether the, the dancing stars are fooling or not, I mean, whether the chairs are empty, it's like nothing concerns you. You cannot say you are a Christian with that behavior. Faith is the same as faithfulness. How much of what we are doing in this church affects you? If you are a center leader, are you doing the ministry the way we have instructed you to do? Or you are just sitting around, come and sit in front, pre- presenting yourself as a leader. Meanwhile, you are nothing. You are independent. Oh, by the way, before I forget, the end of the stages is death. The end. All the people who were disloyal, who were unfaithful to God, to his servants, their end was a terrible disaster. Number two, if Satan wants to take you on a journey to remove your faith, number two is that he will Get you to become offended. It's one of the ways he destroys your faith. One of the ways Satan will destroy your faith is to make you somebody who is easily offended. We can't shout at you. We can't tell you what you don't want to hear. We can't rebuke you. When we say something that doesn't make you happy, then your depression comes. And you're having dreams, always dreaming about devils. You sit in the church with moods. Your leader cannot correct you. Matthew 24, verse 10. And then shall many be offended. And it's true. It's not only two people. Many shall be offended. And shall betray one another. And shall hate one another. That's what you have in the church. You see divisions among the lady pastors. Divisions among choir members. Hating one another. Because this one doesn't like the way this person spoke at the meeting. This one spoke this way. This one said this. And about children that said this. And, this was, and somebody, the one is talking to a person doesn't even feel, doesn't have any feeling that what I'm saying to my sister, I wouldn't want it to be said to me. The way I'm talking, I wouldn't want someone to talk to me that way. No. So we are in the church. I'm saying that. And offense is a, it's one of the most powerful crumbles of faith. Crumbles your faith. So you're in the church. You're in the church. Offended. Some people are smiling. You won't smile. Because you are bitter. And that bitterness is, 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 is have you seen houses and the gates? Some of the gates, now these days you have long gates that, that roll. They roll. But those days we had big two-leafed gates. They open, they open. Wow. Two-leafed gates. 
That's what offense does to you. Yeah, it opens your spirit for demons to enter you. Yes, demons of depression, demons of sicknesses, demons of evil, demons, they just come and, and torment you. Beware. I'm talking about faith. And one of the things that destroys the faith, you see somebody, he's in the church or with the choir, helping, teaching songs, mobilizing people, dancing stars, doing everything, then the person becomes offended. And the person just changes. Just changes. And of course, from offense, the next stage, what's the first stage? Independence. What's the second stage? Will you be offended? You shouldn't be somebody we cannot rebuke. You shouldn't be somebody I cannot drive out of a meeting. Yes, there's a girl who was in this church. I drove her out of a meeting. That was it. Between her and her father, she left the church. <laughs> she left the church. Bishop Kobe rebuked her. She couldn't handle it. No, 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 no. The following Sunday, she was in her father's car to another church. Since then, I've not seen her face before. There is nobody in this church, not even the lady pastors that I have elevated like I elevated her. Beware of offenses. Beware of offenses. Don't be somebody who gets offended. You are too young to start that way. You are too young. You can't marry. You can't enter into a relationship. You cannot have friends. You will hang yourself in your room one of these days. When there's loyalty, when there's faithfulness, when we are committed, I have your back, you have my back. We are together. Which is one of the pillars of faithfulness. Which means you are committed. I'm committed to you. You are committed to me. Your pain is my pain. Your joy is my joy. But when you are independent, when you are losing your faith, when you are easily offended, one of the things that happens to you is that you separate yourself. You separate yourself. You don't relate. My son is in medical school. Two days ago, his classmate, he hanged himself. Medical student, he hanged himself. Because you will hang yourself. You will hang yourself because, look, life has precious hope. So, so, so when I say to you that start a center, I'm just giving you a life that you will have people around you that you talk to. Yeah, but even, 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 even when your period comes and you are irritable, you can go somewhere and shout at them. When your period comes and you want to quarrel, you have three members, you can go and shout at them. So that you don't shout at your beloved. 
I, I, I can't see how we shouldn't be hanging ourselves. I can't, I can't see how I, I, I shouldn't. I mean, the, the type of problems I have here. I should I'll look at my fan and hang myself one of these days. But, but the joy of it is that I'm committed to Bishop Kobe. So I can talk to him. I can settle. And just by talking, I, 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 I ventilate my precious. So when Satan is coming for you, one of the things he will do that, he will, he, he will get you to be offended so that you don't talk to anybody. He cut you off your own pastor. Your pastor who blesses you, your pastor who prays for you, you cut yourself off him. And once you are alone, the heath, the devil, will come for you. Number three. The third thing, when you are offended, the next logical stage is passivity. Passive. Passive is different from active. When I say active, just think of dancing stars. When I say active, just think of majesty. How they walk up with joy. How they, if, if, even when the dancing stars are going to dance, before they dance, some three dancers, the way they'll go and eat cheque. Cheque. That is, that is active. When I say active, you must think of how Bishop will go preaches. Active. When I say active, think about how Bishop Kobe leads the prayer and how he pastors us. Active. How he pastors. But when you are passive, when I say passive, think about yourself. How you have folded your hands. You are disinterested. It's like you are, you, you are in the church. But it's like you are on the beach alone. Yeah, disconnected from what is going on here. Passivity. Yes. And it's all to put you in a corner somewhere. And when you get to the corner, then he, the devil himself, will meet you there. <laughs> Because he, he, he knows that once you are here, he can't meet you here. Oh, no, no. When he's as, see, right now, I, if the devil is speaking to you, I'm also speaking to you. When we close from here and the devil is speaking to you, your leader, your pastor will have a, a, a meeting where we are all listening to messages. So there, there are earphones in your, your ear. You are listening to Bishop Dagwood Mills preaching on the podcast. How can the devil also speak to you? So by the time you finish soaking the message, you are stronger and more excited than the demons that are coming into you. Passive. Passive. Passive means that you are in the church, you folded your arms, you don't get involved. Most of them are at the back. When we are worshipping, they are sitting down. When the pastor is preaching, the way they are sitting is like totally disinterested. You are headed for disaster. You are headed for faithlessness. You are headed for destruction. You are headed for execution. But today, I want to end here. Next week, God willing, I'm continuing. Yes, I'm continuing from stage four to end. Today, we've done three stages. I'm saying that faith 
is the same as faithfulness. To show your faith in God. To show your faith in God. Just be faithful. When, we, when it is Sunday, be faithful and come through the rain. When it's Thursday, be faithful and go for your Basenta meeting. Oh, what are the people I love very much? I really admire as a Christian. It's my daughter. Yes. Not my son. My daughter. Yeah. She has had many problems in her school. Many issues. She's not like my son. He is just moving. But my daughter, today this problem, tomorrow here, we are always managing. But on Thursday evening, she will be on a trotro from Kolebu to UPS. So I'll say, just be in your room and say, no, I have to go. She's in a trotro. She has a cow. She can't drive. But she will take the trotro so she can read in the trotro. I mean, I, I just like her like my girlfriend. I mean, I just, I, when I see her face, I'm dying. I'm dead. I'm not joking. I'm not joking. Saturday morning, 10 o'clock. In spite of all her problems, she'll go for communion stars to arrange Saturday. She'll be there. They will weak. Faithful. From communion stars, two o'clock, three o'clock, she'll leave. She'll go to do outreach. No problem in her school has affected her. That's the person I want to have as a wife. If I'm going to marry a woman as a type of girl. From here, here, some of you, after this morning, you are going to have problems. Financial problems with your father, with your sister, with your, your, yourself, your own body. But believe God that you will not change. You'll be, you'll be committed. When we see you in church, it's not because you have passed your exam. It's not because you have nothing to do. But because you even have a problem. You have an issue. You are, you, you are rewriting your exam. But you are still in that. It doesn't stop you. Because all these things, school, marriage, work, university, they will all finish. They will all pass. What will be left of you? Nothing. Without faith. Because you have allowed school to eat up your faith. You've allowed a boy to eat up your faith. You've allowed broken heart to eat up your faith. You have allowed friends to eat up your faith. So when all is said and done, by the time everything is over, you are standing there without any faith. Stand your feet. Let your hands. Ask the Lord. 
Lord, increase my faith. Increase my faith, Lord. John 4, 7. Increase my faith. Increase my faith. Everybody lift your hands. Increase my faith. Increase my faith. Lord, increase my faith. Lord, increase my faith. Melodoko, Ragaba, Rimeshke Paramana. Everybody, Lord, Belemene, Bakotolo, Rambaka Paramama, Crash Kiba. Lift up your voice, Lord. Increase my faith, Lord. Lift up your hands in this room and ask the Lord. Understand the message that you have heard from him. One of the commonest phrases Jesus Christ used was that your faith has made you. Your faith has made you. When Jesus healed somebody, he would tell them that your faith has made you. So you see, listen, you must learn to connect the dots. Learn. If Jesus said to the woman, your faith has made you whole, it means that the woman was healed by her faith. Or my English is not correct. No. And if faith is faithfulness, then it means that your coming to rehearsals constantly could be what will heal you from disease. No, understand the message you have heard. Your constant nature, your faithfulness to God, your loyalty could be the reason why you will not fall sick. Your faith has made you whole. I'm reminded of another verse. Be it unto you according to your faith. According to your faith. No wonder God has helped me against sickness. Yeah, because because in December 1995, I looked at a choir and said, I want to join the choir. On a Sunday, on Tuesday, I attended my first rehearsal. And ever since then, I have never gone even one week without working for God. 
was telling somebody recently that one day I didn't go for rehearsals. The next day they came to my house with oranges. They knew that I was sick. That's the only thing that would prevent this man from coming for rehearsals. That's the only thing. Nobody, there was no telephone, nobody called me. They just knew that for this guy not to show up for rehearsals, open up, he must be sick. And when they came out sick, they came prepared. They were, they were sure, so they came with their oranges. And I was sick. Faithfulness. Loyalty. You, you see the reason why Satan has the upper hand over us? Because many of you will claim things in faith. I name it and I claim it in faith. But you don't know that Satan is laughing. You are a fool. If you have faith, you will not be missing rehearsals. You are a fool. If you have faith, you will not be coming to church every other week. You are a fool. If you had faith, you will be constant. You will be faithful. Satan will laugh. You say you claim what? Send him another migraine. Fool. Lift up your hands. Ask God, help me, help me to be faithful. So help me to be faithful. Open your mouth. Lift up your voice for just another one minute. Lord, help me to be faithful. If you are here today, I want every eye closed, every head bowed. You are not born again. Pastor, I want to become born again. You know, Christianity is not something for membership. It's a life and death issue. Life and death. Pastor, I want to give my life to Jesus. When I die, I want to go to heaven. I want to look in the face of Jesus. I want to look in the face of God and hear him say, Thou good and faithful servant. If you are here like that, I want you to lift up your right hand. Just lift up your hand wherever you are standing. Pastor, I want to be born again. Don't be shy. I want every eye closed, every head bowed. Just lift up your hand wherever you are standing. Pastor, I want you to pray with me. I'm tired of the life that I'm living. I'm tired of it. I shouldn't be living the life that I'm living. Help me. Pray with me, Pastor. I want to become born again. Lift up your right hand and I will pray with you. Father, we bless you. In Jesus' name. We thank you for this, this communion. As we drink it, eat it, let your power flow into our lives. Yes. In Jesus' name. Amen. Why don't you clap your hands for the Lord as we receive the communion. Brothers, sisters, and our lives have changed. Quickly, within 30 seconds, let's go. Quickly, just take one and pass it. Fast.
lift up the bread. This bread is the body of Jesus Christ. It is. One of the things about the communion that it is a sign that you are a partaker in the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. As you eat this bread today, may you become more like Jesus. In faith. In faithfulness. May you become more like Him. The body of Jesus Christ. The body of Jesus Christ. Eat it. This is the blood of Jesus. As you drink it. May you receive the strength and grace Amen. to be faithful. To be faithful. The blood of Jesus Christ. The blood of Jesus Christ. Drink it. Let's pray. Father, we bless you for what you have done in our lives. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. Clap your hands for Jesus. Take out your second offering quickly. second offering quickly. I'll do it. I'll do it. Take our second offering quickly. Have you taken it out? If you brought your tithe, rise up and come to the front. Two minutes. Let's go. Quickly, tithe. Hey, don't waste my time. You brought tithe. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you for these tithers. I bless each one of them. I bless each one of them. As they give their tithes. May your blessings be found with them. Always, 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 always. I bless them, Lord. I bless them. I bless them. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Take out your second offering quickly. Lift it up. Father, in Jesus' name, we bless you for these offerings. Receive them. And as you receive them, May we receive a blessing as a token of our faith. In Jesus' name, Amen. Okay, fantastic. Please, today we want to receive the graduation of our brothers and sisters who finished New Believers School. Can they come out here quickly, very quickly? Please hand me the certificate. Give me the certificate. Quickly, quickly, we're closing. Agnes Agoha. Agnes, fantastic. Clap your hands for them. Lady Jane Ewusi Ejei. Rita Adekanu. Paddy Vivian. Isaac Asante. Solomon Asante. Kokuma Wanda Joan. Fantastic. Clap your hands for them. They have completed six weeks of New Believer School. God bless you. And I'm encouraging you, if you have not been to the New Believer School, please, please see our pastor here, Pastor Walter, and he will register you just six weeks and you complete it and have your certificate. Why don't you put your hands I want everybody to clap for them. They have done very well. God bless you and congratulations. All right? All right. All right. Somebody's key is missing. Somebody's key. Found somebody's key. Now, finally... Wedding, wedding, wedding. Our sister, our brother, Joel Chachu, and our sister Jane Afeku are getting married on the 28th of September at the Mega Church Adenta at exactly 1 p.m. Can they come up? Joel and Jane. J and J. One of these days, your wedding will be announced. 
my goodness. So if anybody has any reason why they should not be married, speak now or forever remain silent. It's on the 28th of September at exactly 1 p.m. It's a flaming fire wedding, so everybody will be there. Tell us your colors. Begandi knew them. Uh, wait, wait, instrumentalists. Colors. Begandi nude MPs. Again, again. Begandi nude MPs. Begandi what? Nude MPs. Eh? Again, again, again. Begandi nude MPs. What's the second color? Spell it. N U D E nude. What's that? Hey, 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 Joel, what are your wedding colors? <laughs> but clap your hands for them. At least we know Burgundy and Peach. So 28 September at 1 p.m. at Bread of Life, you may return to your seat. Why don't you stand up to your feet? As you, if today is your first time of worshiping with us, give me a wave. First time, come to me. Let me shake your hand. I want to welcome you. I want to welcome you myself. God bless you. We're excited to have had you. Please just stay here for a minute. We're very excited to have had you. It's too powerful. Wow. Clap your hands for them. First time, first time. Clap your hands for them. God bless you. God bless you. Wow. Please go with our lady pastor over there. She'll speak to you briefly and you can come back, all right? Turn to your neighbor. Stand to your feet. Hey, you stand. You, you go. You don't want to go. When your papa. Turn to your neighbor. Hold your neighbor's hand. Say, neighbor. It was an exciting experience this morning. I'm hoping to sit by you next week. Tell your neighbor, this is where I sit every Sunday. So you can find me here. Mimi, what's our color for next week? Next week is orange. So find something very orange and wear I will also find something orange here. Well, let's share the grace. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the communion, fellowship, contribution, participation of the Holy Ghost, the 10,000 children of God, which includes all the important people from my life, and the flaming fire be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Dancing stars, I'm meeting with you, please. And then majesty as well. Fantastic. God bless you. Please exit the hall immediately. No loitering on the terrace, alright? If you want to do something, you need to go down and do that. No loitering on the terrace. No loitering inside the hall, please. God bless you. Let me be lost in you. Let me be lost in you. Let me go deeper, deeper, deeper. Let me be lost in you. 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 Let me go deeper.